Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Joining us is the star. Of course, George Wallace is here. Lamont King is here. And joining us is Ms. Pat Patricia Williams. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Listen, uh, what we see is what we get is what I'm learning about you. You kick off this uh, your show with a little comedy. And I learned from episode one that you have one nipple. Uh, that you were shot uh, twice, uh, and that was just in the opening five minutes, and then it goes on from there. Tammy Roman is on there. The show is hilarious. Uh, There's a lot of cussing. Uh, For those of you, we just had a caller who was very similar. Uh, So so how did did this deal come about? First of all, let me say this. Ma'am, I have two nipples. One was just shot, okay? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma'am. So, so what do so one is slightly slightly damaged? Is it, does yes, it still work? Do. Is, is it suckable? Uh, like is it still it, working? Is there's none of your business. I'm asking for myself. Great question, question, for Lamont, yeah. 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 Sure. Lamont, question. Sure. If, if Lamont or uh, George Wallet asked me that, I can answer that. Is <laughs> it suckable? <laughs> is it suckable still? If you like it in pieces. Hey, but but anyway. What I mean one is titty titty and titty light. Huh. <laughs> coke and diet coke <laughs> <laughs> um it came about um i i did a uh i did a um a podcast about five years ago with mark Marin, and i was i was uh i did a podcast and somebody heard me at the same time i got a book deal and a couple of months later, Hollywood came running. I was just literally telling my story on a podcast. And somebody from, um, the guy named was John Rattler. He came out of Imagine, Ron, Ron Howard Company, mm-hmm. called Imagine with Brian Grazer. And they approached me and said that you we, we want to give you a TV deal. But it was like six people, six companies at the time. Sure. And I didn't choose them. And I came back nine months later and they they hooked me up with Lee Daniels. And at the time, Empire had just dropped. I mm-hmm. meet Lee Daniels. We, I tell him this story and we start, we, we venture off and started to hire writers. Now, this wasn't easy. This was five years in the making. We went through wow. three networks and three writers uh-huh. before it got to air. And it got dropped by Hulu. Because mm. cause of the language? No. Mm-mm. They knew what they was getting but from the strip. I mean, they knew what they was getting. I mean, it was nothing. We What was on the strip is what we presented. They shot the pilot. And I just think sometimes networks, you know, they want to change you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't see stuff like you see things. And right. therefore, you know, I ain't no bow down bitch. You can't change me. I'm not mm-hmm. the husband. I'm not Claire Huxville. And the third writer that we had, he the one moved me from Fox over to streaming. He was like, this lady need to be on streaming. That's how we ended up at Hulu. And Hulu was all game, but it was just a certain person over there that didn't get it. Right. Mm. And so they shot it and they dropped it. Who was that? Uh, I would not <laughs> say. <laughs> we need to know. Yes. Yeah, but uh, they didn't like, I mean, everybody else loved it, but that one person didn't get Miss Pat. Thought I was mean, thought I was loud, you know, didn't understand blackness and they dropped it. And so BT Plus picked it up and, and gave us 10 episodes. Fantastic. Now, wow. now, I got a quick question. So I've been listening to you do radio interviews all week and the story is is amazing. Um, five years ago, when when you when the idea came up and whoever, for whatever reason, they weren't ready. But now they they were now they are. 
do you think that there's a little bit of change in the, in the culture and, and in society, whereas your in-your-face brashness is more acceptable now, and that's why, you know, the show is landing right now? Well, you know, time is everything. You know, yeah. maybe, I don't know, you got to ask God that question, because yeah. it, did, it did take five years. But I was I was the same person I am five exactly. years ago. Exactly, right. Now, it's like I we changed. Did, yeah, five years ago, with the first two writers, that wasn't gonna present you this Miss Pat. Mm. And that's one of the reasons why mm -hmm. I was like, nah, I ain't that ain't me. I mean, we was damn near about to shoot this. And, and I was like, y'all, I can't do this. I said, you know, all money ain't good money. And right. I'm not here to lay down, cause I always told the people in the meeting, I said, y'all could never give me as much money as I could steal from you. Mm. I could steal way much more money from y'all than y'all can ever pay me. So, you know, money was never an issue. I got a husband too, he has a job. So I, I didn't go in there, I wasn't desperate. So yeah. I just said, you know, this ain't for me. I don't want to be presented like this on TV cause you only get one shot. So let's make this shot right. So that writer didn't work out. We got another writer. Then, then the network didn't like that writer. It didn't work out. So Lee decided to go to the streets and get, he said, I'm gonna go to the streets and find your writer found a 22-year-old kid who was in his last year of college. Mm. Uh, had a, All he ever wrote was a, a play that was at the Public Theater in New York. <laughs> and Lee Daniels said, I think you can write this lady's show. It was my wow. birthday. Mm. Flew me from some country town. I don't know if I was in Utah or what. The next day on my birthday, I said, watch his play. It's the last day. I went and watched the play. And I said, this kid has got an old soul. I think mm. he can do it. But that was it didn't work out like I thought it was. We get to, we, we we present him to, Lee Daniel present him to Fox and Fox said, no, this kid ain't never wrote no TV show. Ain't nobody yeah. never heard uh -huh. of him. He ain't never yep. did nothing. That's so what they I do. told him, I said, listen, baby, I said, Hollywood is bullshit. I what said, they only, they only want to keep doing the same shit. I said, you want this job? He said, yeah. I said, well, set your ass down and listen to me. Let's write this, let's write this pilot behind their back. So what was crazy, he didn't have no money, had never written for TV. We didn't even have the program. So I give him my credit card. He buy the program. We don't know how to use it. Final we, don't fucking, we on YouTube Final trying to learn how to use it. Yeah, we on, we on YouTube trying to learn how to use the program. We wrote that pilot in eight, seven or eight days. All while wow. we writing. I'm interviewing white writers, white writers. I'm like, right, God damn it, right. I got, I got interviews, right, 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 right. And we was up day and night. And I, I, when he gave it to me, he had his name on. I said, you got to take your name off of it. And he was like, why? I said, because if they don't like it, it'll be, it'll be on just me. And Lee can still work on giving you this job. But if your name on here and it's bad, then I don't know. I said, if your name is on here and it's bad. I'm sorry. I said, it ain't going to look right. Mm -hmm. So he took his name off. And then mm -hmm. after he took his name off, uh, we decided, I gave it a leap and he loved it. He mm -hmm. was like, who wrote this? I said, me. He said, you're telling the damn lie. Everything's felt right. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Pat wow. is in the building. Uh, born on my mama's birthday in Atlanta, Georgia. My mother's from Augusta, so there's already a natural like, yo, I know oh. you. I was raised by somebody just like you, for real. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and uh, it's interesting. Your book, it's called Rabbit: The Autobiography mm -hmm. of Miss Pat, uh, chronicles your life. Uh, we have two comedians in here, um, and a lot of comedy, great comedy, comes out of pain. A lot of people can't yeah. do what you do without the, the tragedy that came before it. Do you agree with that? 
Oh yeah. I see I see comedians all the time on stage be like, oh my mother make my bed. I'm like, can you please go rob a bank so you can be interested? Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> That's fine. I th- I th- what's magical about the show is that you're able to weave your comedy into the your autobiography, into the comedy. You started off, you know, the show with the little piece you get on the airplane you you're having that exchange it's very black but it's black in a way that we're not monolithic you know like you said you're not claire huxtable you're not you're not even um thea you know you you know there's mm. been a lot of tv mothers you know we've never seen a tv mother like miss pat you know it's been mother jefferson miss jefferson you know it's been a lot of you know esther roll miss pat yeah. is is like I can't even describe this. I haven't seen anybody like this on TV, but she absolutely exists, and I know her. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's let's be real. If you if if I'm not if I'm not your mother, I'm your aunt or your cousin or I'm somebody else's that you know. You know a Miss mm. Pat, somebody who talk and act the way I do, and then that's one of the things. Like some of the pushback that that people want to give their voice on. Oh my God, she's cussing. And I'm like, excuse me, please stop trying to act like you're not black. Act, don't act like we don't act like this, okay? Mm-hmm. This this is me. I'm 49 years old. I've been the same person my whole damn life. So stop acting like, you know, I get into it all the time with black women. Oh my God, you talk like that? And I, Girl, I ain't even gonna say what I can say because I don't know if I can cuss on your show. You can. It's you did already. Please do. I tell him if you don't go stick that frozen cucumber in your ass and get off this internet fucking with me tonight. I got two things that I, I frozen cucumber and uh, yeah, bleach frozen. booty holes. Yes. Ble- when the yes. bleach booty holes, who is doing that and why are they bleaching the booty holes? Why does the booty hole need to be bleached? I was, I'm still confused by that. That's very popular. Uh, and, and I did it. I'm sorry. I had to get, grab my charge. I didn't realize. Uh, that is very popular right now. Bleach booty holes for women. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wrote a bit about it. And that's why it's in my stand up. I mean, it was in the show. My girlfriend was like, oh, my God, you got to go get your booty hole bleach. And I was like, what is that? You got to be sexy. I'm like, well, who looking at that? And so I wrote a bit about it. And, and the co-creator just added it. into All of those are my, honestly, that's my first our bit that he just stripped apart and turned mm. into episodes. A whole episode, really. yeah. That's good writing. It really is. I mean, have you, so have you seen have you guys, what she said? You what, got the, that, the booty hole bleached. I, yeah, but does it, did you go do that, Pat? And what is it? I'm like, I'm trying to Imagine, uh, no, no especially during a pandemic, and, like and why she, she is also it, are said, they using bleach? Like I Professor don't Hunter, she also said you gotta freeze your cucumbers, room temperature cucumbers. Just <laughs> not, not good. I, 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 I wrote a, down, I wrote it yeah. down, Lamont. I got it yeah. right here. Thank you for that yeah. for the help there. Uh, this is hilarious. All right, so have has it been picked up already? So you got your first, you know, your first episodes in the can. The first season is in. You're getting rave reviews, so I don't mm-hmm. care. All the people that are offended are still watching. Cause you know they the watching. Thing, yeah, only thing I'm like, oh, they said the actual hard R N word, like the E R A, not e, at not the G A, not the G G A, and I was like, oh, did, is this problematic? So that's the only question that I have, and I think you know, for for a lot of us in this time that we're in, that Lamont was talking about, there is an inflection point. There's space for all of this, but is this? Yeah, I was like the hard E R. Ooh, they said that on TV. But that's how people talk, though. That's how people talk. That's how I say it. Yeah. That's how I say it every day. I didn't hear you. 
Shut up, George. But Pat, I told them earlier to be honest and tell the truth about the N-word is that the N-word was here before I was born, before you were born. It's being used today, and it's going to be used when we're dead and gone. So mm -hmm. the reality, if it's here, and deal with it. Maybe I don't use it as much, but that's not me. But I hear it every day. Mm -hmm. Say it again. Yeah. Uh, what you say, Miss Pat? What's the word? I, I mean, nigger. Nigger. Karen, you said it's with an E-R, nigger. E the hard aura. The hard yeah. aura. Yeah. That's when you mean it. That's when you mean it. I didn't know the R was hard, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's just how I talk. That's a I mean, Georgia accent. Wanted... That's a that's a Georgia accent that you just used there. Nigger. I'm from Georgia. <laughs> I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> Are you from Collie Park? See, they talk. Uh, I, have, I have a home in Riverdale, but I grew up in the West End. That's where I sold all my crack at. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's go. Yes. Right. She talks about it on the show. So That's everything rabbit. that we're hearing you talk about on the show from having a child at 14, having a child mm -hmm. to the selling the crack and being a felon, all, all that's true? Mm -hmm. I had my oh. first child. With, uh, I had my first two kids when I was 14, 15 years old by a married man. And then I had uh, my, uh, I started selling crack about 16, went to prison. All of it's true. I mean, I'm a mom on TV as a convicted felon. Because mm -hmm. come on, let's be honest. Nobody, they, they paint mothers as, on TV as perfect. Ain't no damn mama perfect. I don't chop vegetables on this TV. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm from the streets. But I, the, the good part about it, I have a strong black man at the house, which okay. I do for real. That's how I got out of the street. The, the guy who betrayed my husband, that is actually the husband I'm married to at the house. That's your husband? No, 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 not oh, him. That, oh, that, that's that's, that's the character. Okay. Oh, okay. I was like, what? wow. Yeah, yeah. No, me no, no, too. No, 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 no. What she said, same personality she said. Yeah. Yeah. Same, I thought same she meant the same person. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, I'm sorry. No, that's not my husband. No, that's somebody Pat, else. You said, it, you said it right the first time. They just were not, they were not listening. You said it right. The guy that's betraying my husband, that's my real husband, she said. What he's doing is just like my real Ain't husband. you supposed to be gone? <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Come on, no, say it again. Look at the time. All right. Ain't you supposed to be gone, nigger? I'll get my time right. to talk to her All later. So with the day you got caught, um, and at 16, like how much time did they give you? I got caught... Um, at, at 17, I went to jail. I got a year. Uh, well, it wasn't me. My cousin got caught. And then we both, we, she was a juvenile. I was 17. So it was really the warrant was for me. So he issued a warrant. And I ended up doing a year in, in jail. The, the I, I want to say like the best thing that happened from that happening, the best thing that came out of that experience for you? Uh, that was the only time in my life that I ever slowed down. I was had time to think because I was always in survival mood mode. You know, I come from um, a rough background to, you know, I, I grew up in a bootleg house. I went through a lot like molestation and I get pregnant by a married man. I have two kids. I dropped out of school in eighth grade. I mean, you know, all I'm trying to do is survive. So when I when I go to prison, that's the only time I ever sit down and say, what the fuck? Hey, where am I going? You know, I miss my daughter. I think the hardest thing about going to prison for me was my daughter was going off the kindergarten that year and I missed that and I could never get that back. Mm. So um, it, it gave me an opportunity to really sit there and think about my life. And I'm only 17 years old. And don't get me wrong. I still wasn't, I still didn't know how to make that change, but I knew I wanted to make that change. And so I just got out and 
I started back selling drugs again. And I was in a very abusive relationship, a married man, uh, getting me and everybody else in the neighborhood pregnant. I mean, we are a very abusive relationship, but you know, I, I hung on to him because he said the magic words I had never heard before, which mm. was, I love you. Mm. So when somebody put that in your ear before your own parents do, they have a lot of control over you. Mm. And that's what he had. Plus he was a lot older than me. So, you know, I thought he was the only person in the world that loved me. And then one day, honestly, I just prayed. I said, Lord, I've asked you to change this nigga a thousand times. Fuck him, change me. And mm. I woke up and never desired him again. Now, and now I met of, my husband that weekend. A, wait, a lot wait, of us. Are, hold on, Lamont. You gotta let that sit in the ether yeah, for no. a minute. I mean, just let that just. She just change she just me. spoke a whole. First, she cussed at God. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. I'm joking. I'm saying, you know, and and then the next day she's like. Everything changed. That is powerful. But go ahead, Lamont. I'm sorry. I just wanted to sit. You know, a lot of times you get in out of a relationship and you you break up and you think you want that person back. But after I said that prayer, I never went back. And nobody could believe it. He couldn't believe it. I didn't desire him. I didn't want him. I woke up and the love that I thought I had in my heart for that clown was gone. He, Mm. I mean, he was like, oh my God, I'll marry you. I said, nigga, fuck away from me. Grow, grow up. <laughs> you know, and by this time, he got 22 kids. When I met him, he only had a wife with, uh, 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 his wife was pregnant with their second child on the way. 22? Hmm? Yeah, he was 22. 22. He when had 22 I met kids? Him, no, he, he said he had 22 kids by the time I left. When, I'm, when I met him, he was 22 and I was 12. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So my, my question was, I mean, this ties into all of that. When did the comedy start? Like, when did that start? How did it get funny from that? Well, I've always been a shit talker. And people right. are like, I would always be that person in the group that would say stuff other people too scared to say. And so it wasn't a, it wasn't until I started voting. I voted for Bill Clinton, his first term. And then after I voted for him, he started the welfare to work program. Oh, was I pissed off at him? Because I couldn't sit at home and watch the young and the wrestlers no more. Mm. So um, <laughs> after that, I... <laughs> after that i um i met a caseworker and i would tell her how you know my, the thing was my mama always taught me if you go in there and you make them feel sorry for you they're gonna easily give you more so i, w- I would just give white women these sad so oh i grew up so bad oh let me write this shit to approve you i ran into a black caseworker she decided to laugh at the shit i've been through <laughs> she's like this stuff is funny you got stories like richard Pryor. I'm like who the hell is richard Pryor? and she's like you should go and get on stage you you, you're missing your calling. And I was like, stage. And so I asked my friend, I was like, my caseworker said, I'm, I'm funny. What you think? She said, let's go try open mic. I got up there and made them laugh. And I was like, ooh, this is easy. Ain't nobody asked me for no criminal background history. They don't give a fuck who I shot, who I beat up. They just let me on stage and give me a job and gave me a Corona and $20. I said, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I went home and told my husband, I said, I'm a comedian. He said, please go back to Walmart tomorrow. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. When did you know that that first time that you could make people laugh? When did you know you could make a career out of it? Um, uh, I'm a hustler. So if I figure the first time I got on stage, I said, oh, I said, I just I can just feel when it's something to it. I said, I said, it's something to this. And so what I did was 
after I kept here, because I would tell my next door neighbor stories of how I grew up. I grew up in a bootleg house. Like we used to, we used to see sexual act and see my granddad. My that, talking about hanging people. My granddad used to hang us for stealing out the drunk people pockets. We saw all kinds of stuff. So I would tell people these stories, and they was like, "You got, you need to look at Richard Pryor and Bill Cosby." So I went out and bought the DVD, and I started to see how to tell a good story. And I was like, "Oh, I got something here." And me and Richard grew up similar. He grew up in a bro- mm-hmm. brothel. I mm-hmm. grew up in a fucking bootleg house. And everything he saw, I saw too. So mm-hmm. I just started telling my stories when I moved to in- from Atlanta to Indianapolis. And I was like, oh, it, it's, it, I realized it also set me apart from everybody else. You know, I'm not dancing on stage. I'm not, I'm not saying I suck dick because I got vertigo. I'm talking about my life. <laughs> 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 now, what what exactly is a bootleg house? You talking about moonshine or? or yeah, or, yeah, we call them bootleg house down south. My granddad sold moonshine. Cool uh, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. White, white, the white man like the Dukes of Hazzard would come white up lightning. and sell it to him yeah. by the gallon. Yeah. Oh, so they're doing that out the house. It was a trap house, basically. He was in the trap. A trap yeah, house with was, liquor. Tra- trap no, before the trap. It's a house that sold liquor in, in, the, in the mason jar. Yeah. Yeah, he poured in the mason corn, jar. He is sold it by shots and single cigarettes. Yeah. All right. Wow. wow. So See, I got to learn a lot about the South. You so did did you really get shot twice? Mm-hmm. My kid's father shot me in the back of the head, and then uh, uh, another guy shot me in my breast. Wait a minute, we got so back that's up. a real story. Yeah, yeah we got a back. So up. Yeah. Oh my god. So the first time it wasn't no accident. You're trying no, to, the first you're trying time to get I rid got of shot you. was in the breast. I got shot <laughs> that same year twice. The first time I was in the breast. And uh, I was arguing with another guy, a little junkie guy. And uh, we got the argument. He came back and he was shooting. And he hit me up under my arm and it came okay. out through my areola. Okay. But the and back of the, the head second, one, he, he intended father, to get rid of you. He was trying to get rid of you. No, I, he said he wasn't. He oh, hit okay. it and it just went in. It cracked, it cracked my skull and it blew a big ass hole back there. But what was crazy, they was like, we don't know why you walking around. Uh-huh. And I just called my girlfriend. I said, this bitch done shot me. Come get me. My head got a hole in it. I'm bleeding. I'm cussing, acting like a damn fool. <laughs> they was like, you need to calm down. I was like, you need to lock his ass up. He'll shot me in the back of my goddamn head. I'm fucked up my feet away. I got to get my hair done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but that God. wasn't what made you leave him. <laughs> no, that wasn't girl, the, that I, wasn't the last straw. Oh, no, because I thought I thought since he had shot me, because it was so many women at this time. I was like, oh, he really loved me. He shot me. He ain't shooting you other bitches. He only shoot the one he loved. <laughs> how <laughs> how are your kids handled? Because you got you have grown grown kids that are basically almost your same age now. Um, right. <laughs> transition uh since the success and is this the success are we on the precipice of it have you crossed over into that next place because they love you know there's george wallace level where we're looking at his backyard levels <laughs> i guess um, and then there's this i i don't know i don't know what i've crossed into all i can tell you is i picked up my little way at burlington yesterday yeah. i'm walking around ain't nobody noticed me i'm the same motherfucker. i just left longhorn I mean, I don't know what it is to have that success when people run up to you and fuck with you. You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm just me. So you're not. You you might be good though, because they they assume you got that pistol on you. 
And they, they I'm a convicted felon. I oh, don't have well. a pistol. Okay, all right. <laughs> but I'll bite your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you should get ready for it, Miss Pat, because you've got some good days coming and everybody's going to bother you and everybody's going to talk to you. I've been quiet today because I'm amazed and I know good things and I know good talent when I see it and I know everybody want to listen to you. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been busy, but I mean, I'm just, to me, I'm just, I'm I'm a people person too. I like talking to people. Uh-huh. You know, I don't mind telling you get the fuck away from me. It's like, you know, I don't, I'm a real person. Get your goddamn hands off me. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hire another motherfucker to make you get away from me. I'm telling you, my damn son. Get your ass away from me. Set your ass down. You now I ain't taking no picture with you. My wig on backwards today. Mm. I was wondering why this you had it on that way. Huh? So I was wondering why you had your wig on backwards today. Hilarious. No, it's all right today, George. Hilarious. (laughs) I'm wondering how to hold the Emmy nominations or the things that I'm. I'm wondering how the how the pivot is gonna be. I would love to check back. I want. Let's let's create this next year. This time, I want you to come back after after the wave hits because the wave is coming. It's coming, and I wanna I wanna see if there is a shift in different maybe you do gotta hire somebody i don't know i think maybe you might need to uh but still the pandemic it's gonna be interesting. i got some fat ass kids i got mm. some fat ass oh. kids <laughs> oh. now are they asking for more like the, you know has that changed at all the kids nothing no they're okay no they're, i don't do that no i don't do that i don't loan money either i tell them Ooh. i don't loan money that's good. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't do that. I, I, I ain't fuck with you before. I ain't fuck with you now. I blocked my whole family on Facebook way oh. before this shit uh-huh. took off. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh. No, they know not to. In they know. I don't in anticipation. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be really interesting. All right, so we, I've seen the first episode. Um, what can we expect from the rest? More of the same, Miss Pat, the Miss Pat show. Um, it probably we we were just I was just talking to the co-creator today. It, I mean, it came out the box. We expect for it to do, do well. Because we was on, you know, BT Plus is a new network. When they picked right. up the show and said, BT Plus picked you guys up. I was like, what the hell is BT Plus? I didn't even know they had a streaming service. So since they're such a new network, and I mean, the anticipation was, oh, people will come eventually, you know, about a month when they learn about it. But it, this year came out the box, like crack hit the black community in 1989. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> I, I'm blown away, you know, just how it took off on TikToks and other things like that. And I'm talking to the co-creator. I'm like, dude, we got a lot of work to do. I mean, because we cannot have, not with black folks. When they get mm-hmm. their Hennessy and chicken and they sit in front of the TV and they don't bought that out, you better bring them next few episodes and make them be, hey, you better, you better not. Because if you, if you don't, if you don't, if you, if you don't go to that standard that they think, they're going to get on that damn internet and let you know. Yeah, let you have it. So it's a, the good part about it is we had a lot of episodes that couldn't make it into the first season. And, um, mm. we, you know, it's it pulling so much from my life. We still, I say we had about two or three seasons in us to start. Because oh, a lot of stuff that we couldn't do and we couldn't get out. And that's we're good. looking forward to getting out. When you get to episode four, my daughter wrote that. Mm. Your okay. actual daughter. Mm-hmm. That's going to be amazing. Uh, well, yeah. we, we know there's also social commentary, you know, the, in one of the opening scenes, you talk about black people not needing to play the lottery because, you know, we just <laughs> well, our children get killed and we get a four million dollar check. So that's I mean, really, the odds when you said it, I was like, 
there is more likelihood of people getting a check from their children being killed by police than actually hitting Ooh. the lotto for black people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that, that's when I sat up and I was like, that's some good ass writing right there. Right. I was like, mm-hmm. this, this. Thank is, you. And you know, that whole plane thing, that was true. So I used to fly Southwest a lot before uh, Fox came into my life and put me on Delta. So <laughs> I was. <laughs> Child, I was A plus. You couldn't tell me shit, okay? I got on the plane first. So I would get on the plane, and no lie, I live in Indiana. I live in a small town called Plainfield, Indiana. Very conservative, but really, I got some really great neighbors. And I would block the seats off like you see me with the white lady. And I would, I would, I would always try to get victims. I wanted them to be white men because I wanted to have uncomfortable conversation about life with them. And once you sit down and that plane take off, I got your ass. Ain't nowhere to go, especially if there's no other seats. And I will force you to talk to me. And that's how uh, I was telling the writer, I was telling the co-creator that that's how that whole plane scene came about. I oh my gosh, I I see it. You could do that on Delta too, though, in first class. Uh, no, you that. can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know she's flying Delta. Now she's flying by herself. Ain't, ain't no, no victims. By herself. No victims. <laughs> All right, that's what you're saying. Well, yeah. Miss Pat. Um, Get ready because it's coming and it's gonna come yes. uh, in a way that you deserve. And I'm sure yes. you, you, you may not be expecting it, but this is not just a hit. You are a superstar, and um, I'm just grateful that we were able to talk with you today. Uh, y'all got to check it out. I'm looking at it on Prime, but of course, BET Plus plugs in the Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, you got BET Plus as well. Let me say thank mm. you for being here, Miss Pat. Y'all can follow her at comedian Ms. Miss Pat, and it's the Miss Pat Show on BET Plus. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.